Fancy Lab. Fancy Lab. Podcast Fancy Lab. Podcast Gonna talk my friends. Gonna share a thought. Gonna have a laugh. That's what I thought. Fancy Lab. Fancy Podcast. Fancy Lab. Fancy Lab Podcast. Yeah. And we are back. Oh, yes. Yes. Yes, we are. Back. Back on the Fancy Lad Podcast, mm-hmm. season four. Yep. And what a hell of a season it's been so far. Oh, my goodness. It has been that much like hell of a cheese dip. It's mm-hmm. been a hell of a season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've had the cheese dip, but the French onion. Oh, my goodness. That was good. Yeah. That was real good. Yeah. Even if it's uh, a little past its shelf life, mm. still good. Gets that watery top. You just got to mix it in a little bit. Yeah, you just mix that water back in with the French and the onion. Mm-hmm. You mix the dip back in with the French and the onion. And you got yourself a dip going. Oh, baby. Yeah, don't get us started on, on the dip. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Freak nasty. Love to dip. Mm-hmm. Born to dip. Oh, to dip. And yeah, lots been going on. Oh, my goodness. As yeah. per usual. Yeah, don't get me started. God. Oh, man. So busy. Just so busy with... Just all of the, the things, signing those checks, you oh, know, mm-hmm. and then uh, depositing the other checks, <sighs> cashing some of them. It's a pain in the ass. Well, you know, I you, you know, I just have to sign them. You know, I just I, I pay for somebody else to deposit them. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. That seems like a pretty comfy gig. Yeah, it is. it's actually all I do in the company now. It's just signing the checks. Just sign the checks. Damn. It's all I have to do. Well, who? How much is that person that's getting paid just to cash your checks for them? How much are they making? Sent a check. Really? Yeah. A sent a check. Yep. So they're okay. making a cool mill a week. Oh, jeez. Yeah. A lot of checks coming through. A lot of checks coming. Through. Are you, now? Are you making people pay for every order in uh, multiple installments? Is that why there's so many checks? Oh, I'm sorry. These are actually checks that I'm writing. Oh, you're just writing. Yeah, I forgot to mention that. Okay. And by the bank, I actually met the post office to send them out. Okay. So let me ask this. Are you writing checks that your ass can or cannot cash? No, they can't. It's all based on loans, massive loans that I'm in incredible amounts of debt. Did you say NASA loans? NASA loans. Yeah, NASA sent me out some loans because I told them that I had an idea for a space rocket. So they got into the loan business, huh? Yeah. It's kind of like... In Robin Hood, mm-hmm. where they'll give you a loan just so you can invest, mm-hmm. and you know if your investment goes poorly, yep. you still have to pay him back that loan. Okay. If it goes well, all right, you get a little chunk of change, but you still have to pay him back that loan. Okay, so I think I'm starting to get it. It's kind of like in Robin Hood, mm-hmm. where uh, Dave Chappelle stops and pumps up his uh, his sneakers, and he says, "I was saying a blanking, a blanking, where." No, I was saying Abe Lincoln. Right. Okay. So I, I just wanted to make sure that we were on the same page. Yeah. We're on the same page that Robin Hood Men in Tights is definitely Mel Brooks' best movie. Oh, man. So good. Fantastic. Oh, God. And don't get me started on that actor's name that only Peter knows for some reason. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know. I don't remember. It's something uh, like Richard Lewis. I think that might be it. Yeah. yeah that might be it. Yeah. We'll have to check in with Cruel Peter at some point. Yeah, not to be confused with Julia Lewis-Dreyfus. No, no, no. Although, well, I mean, hey, eh? yeah, both friends with Larry David. It's true. It's true. That is very true. Yeah. Both had cameos in Curb Your Enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. 
conspiracy? I think so. I think definitely. I think de- most definitely. I, I think absolutely. I couldn't see any other explanation than uh, conspiracy. Yeah. But besides that, you know, I did want to mention, um, you know, a couple of things have been peeving me. Oh, yeah. Recently. Uh-oh. You know, because I'm kind of the caretaker of the house. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, in a way, you know, Jack will clean up occasionally and Maddie might clean the sink. But, you know, on the dailies, you know, I'm the one taking out the trash. Right? Oh, yeah, on the daily. Taking out the recycling. Uh-huh. There's a few pet peeves I have about the recycling that I just need to air real quick. Okay, air them out. All right. First of all. Mm-hmm. Do, do we wait for wait before we get into this? Yeah, and I really feel like I need to ask this. Mm-hmm. Do you need a beat for this? Ah, yeah. Why hell? Why the hell not? Okay, ready? Yeah. All right. All right. Listen. First of all, some motherfucker always puts in a fucking bottle with a piece of not piece. God damn it! He puts in a bottle with water filled in the bottle. Why do you think that's recyclable? That's insane. That's insane, yo. Second of all, I take out the trash. I see it filled with recycling. Empty cups from the coffee shop. Why the fuck are you filling up the recycling? That's insane. That's insane. Lastly, we got Maddie ready. He lives literally next to the fucking kitchen. The recycling's full. Full. He puts his greasy pizza boxes pizza. on top of the recycling. <laughs> why can't you take out the recycling, and why are you filling it up with a humongous pizza box that isn't even recyclable in the first place? Damn. And, you know, I, I know I said lastly, but I actually need to mention this one thing to you, Tom. Oh, okay. Um... Last time that you were done with your grip tape scraps, mm-hmm. you put them in the recycling. Wait, let's do that again. I'll put a beat on it. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. I know I said I was done last time, but I was lying. Yo, feel me. Tom, I just want to mention one time real quick. When you took your grip tape scraps, you actually put them in the recycling. Those aren't recyclable? No, I don't think they're recyclable at all. First of all, you have the wax paper, which isn't recycling because mm-hmm. it's like an orange juice carton, and then you got the fucking grip tape itself, which is just sandpaper and glue. <laughs> what the fuck about that sounds like it's recycling? <laughs> well, I'm sorry. No, that's okay. I thought I put it in the trash bag next to the recycling. That's what I figured, and that's why I didn't mention it. Yeah. But those are actually extension trash bags of the recycling for when the recycling gets too full. Mm. We put the excess in there. I said, hey, this is full of recycling. This has got to be for the trash. That's what I figured, but you know. I'm sorry. <laughs> while I was on the topic, you know, I figured I would mention it. Well, you know. That just goes to show. But next time, I'll just leave the scraps on the floor. There you go. You know? There you go. Easy, you know. Easy solution. Easy there. peasy. Oh, oh yeah. God. All this, all this recycling talk's got me worked up. Hold on. I got to crack into yeah, this uh, real geez. quick. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. What, yeah what, what, you, uh, what you got over there? Oh, over here? Mm-hmm. You know, I actually got a uh, Rainbows Are Real uh, Hazy oh. IPA by Clown Shoes Brand Beer. Oh, I've heard of them. That is true. They're very good. That is true. And hold on, let me take a look. Yeah, get a little sip test over there. Mm. Oh, yeah. That sounds pretty oh. good. Oh, mm. yeah. This one's piney. 
No. Yeah. Have you had it? Yeah. Yeah. Piney like a pineapple or like a tree? Pine needle. Hmm. Yeah. I'll have to get one of those on the break. From a tree. Oh. Yeah. So that's where those needles come from. Mm-hmm. Pesky needles. I know. But it's delicious. And, you know, I don't want to give it oh, too much on the podcast, but uh, apparently there may be a collab in the works. No, that's all I'm going to say. Maybe a collab in the works. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Collab with who? Who knows? Uh, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? You might be able to figure it out with context clues. But besides that, who knows? Could be anyone. Could be anyone. Maybe it might not even have anything to do with us. Right. Could be Nancy. It could be Nancy. Mm-hmm. Collabing with, I don't know, let's say Ralph Lauren. Speaking of, um, I know it's been a minute, but uh, I think we're overdue for a Nancy Gives Her Two Cents episode. Oh, think? my God. Dude, I've been dying this whole season. When? That's what when I'm are saying. When we getting a new segment? That's what I'm saying. All right, cue the music. All right, here we go. Love the interview with Peach. Good for her being able to skate in heels and pumps. Wow. Check out those prices. That's one way of getting some cool high-end heels. I don't know what she's talking about. That must take some incredible talent. Did I get that right? That Peach can't do hard flips anymore? Love that Bigzo, that fancy lad, was here to inspire others. Saying that is how we all come together. I would love to see the footage in the fluffy dog costume. Not sure why being furry is worse than being transgender. Hate when people on the internet are mean. Let people live the way they want. Love that Peach admired the white mullet. Peach thought Fancy Lad was opening doors for people who are creative. I don't want to play video games, but it would be cool to see Peach's island. I do apologize if I got the pronoun wrong. Keep skating, Peach. Wait, your mom, Nancy signed it, Peach? Well, she was saying, keep skating, skating. Peach. Peach. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it just Signed, like... Nancy. Yeah. Keep skating, Peach, Nancy. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... The reviews are in. The reviews are in. They're through the roof. The reviews are in, and they're through the roof. Yep. Um, but, yeah, no, you know, I'm glad that we are here to inspire others, you know? Oh, yeah. If not that, then what? I literally have no fucking clue. Nothing. There's nothing else. Why the fuck are we here? That's a good question. In the Fancy Lad studio. I'm not even buying that whole inspiring others bullshit anymore at this point. Yeah. I mean, well, are we here for the money? I mean, I haven't seen any yet, so I don't think so. I guess we're here for the clown shoes, if nothing else. Yeah, I mean, definitely here for the clown shoes brand beer. How could you not be? Right. It's so refreshing. Right. But... It's good to keep the, you know, the cycle of uh, skate culture going because, you know, it's kind of a smoke and mirrors scenario, mm-hmm. you know, growing up. Actually, they were probably making a lot more money. Probably. Back when we were growing up, when we saw like Musk and like that. Well, there's still probably people making that much money. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there are people making probably better money than that at this point, right? I don't know. I mean, I, I mean I've heard crazy numbers tossed out there like. 
freaking, you know, making hundreds of thousands of dollars. And I know people make that from the contest circuit, you know. Right. You got to be, to make, you got to be pro on one of these top tier brands, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, how much you think someone makes per month from a shoe sponsor like Cater? How much you think Cater makes from Vans a month? I don't know. I mean, does he have a pro shoe? Probably not. No. Yeah. I mean, all I know, I don't really have much to base this on. I know that when in like 2011, when I went out to San Francisco and I stayed with Ben Gore and his roommate and he was skating, he was like am for stereo Mm -hmm. and he was making 500 a month from stereo. That's what Matt G, his roommate, told me. So, those are AM prices, though. Yeah. Still not bad. That's one sponsor. That's one sponsor. I wonder how much it goes up when you're pro. Right. Probably a little bit. And, I mean, you got these multiple sponsors, multiple Mm -hmm. paychecks. You know, I just wonder people that, like, you know, the people that that you don't really typically see anything about but are still exist and skating and all, like... I'm pretty much thinking of like anyone on blind. Mm-hmm. Um, how much do these people make? Probably a decent amount if you're on like Redable and like Tech Deck or something. Yeah, I don't know. I know that. Well, you know, the money's in the contests. Mm-hmm. We all know that. I know I, uh, you know, listened to an interview with Mardal, right? Marissa Del Santo, mm-hmm. where she said that, you know, when she placed first games in the X Games, that money lasted her one year. Which is a good amount of money. Yeah. But, you know, this money, it's like Cypress Hill Rock Superstar. Mm-hmm. You know, save your money, man. Save your money because your single don't last forever. There's going to be another cat coming out looking like me, sounding like me. I know this. There's going to be a flip side, like some series. So that is a good way to look at it. You ever had big dreams of making big cream? Keep going. Stop heavy DM little limousine. You want to act friendly in the Bentley. Be a slob and never act. Let me explain what happened to these stars in the big brains. First, they get played like all damn dirt. All right, that's it. That was good. Thanks. Yeah. But yeah, I think those are, uh, those are good words to live by. So yeah, when the opportunity comes for someone like Mardal to turn pro and turn it down, that seems insane. Right. I know, because you think, well, you get, you know, this contest money is this much. You know, being mm-hmm. pro, you must be raking in the cash. Oh, yeah. Those... Be sitting pretty forever. Oh, yeah. Those those royalty checks. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They'd just be pouring in, mm-hmm. presumably. Right. What, you haven't had a pro model? No, no. Damn, dude. Not yet. Damn, that sucks, dude. I know. Sorry. I've been hitting up all the companies. Which ones? Um, Let's see. I, I hit up uh 101. Mm-hmm. Um, I hit up uh, Real. Oh well. Um, I hit up uh, LibTech. Okay. All right. One of those companies, I believe, is still in business. But oh, perfect. Yep. I also i uh, I put shoes on my knees, and I filmed the part on my knees, and pretended I was a young kid and sent it to Termite. Oh. Mm-hmm. How'd that go? Very well. I'm I'm fully sponsored for Termite. Hell yeah. But it's under my my alter ego name because they need to think that I'm a 12-year-old boy. Oh, right. And, you know, Tom Tweak, that doesn't sound like a kid's name. No, absolutely not. 
That's a full-grown adult's name. Yeah. So what's your uh, kid alias? Tommy Tweaky. Nice, dude. <laughs> that sounds so cute. Hi, I'm a little Tommy Tweaky. Yeah. We're, we're back here with five stairs. You got to work the system however you can. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm working it. Yeah. Or so, little Tommy Tweaky is working it. Of course. Yeah. You know, naturally. As, as he does. Yeah. You know, it's, and I've mentioned this before on the podcast, it's been my dream to get every single Zero rider mm-hmm. on the podcast. And we've had one so far. We've had one so far, Dane Berman. And who knows what, what little Tommy Tweaky's future holds. That's true. He might turn pro for zero when mm-hmm. he becomes a big boy. And then we can have you as a on the podcast as a guest. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Or your, your alias, Tommy Tweaky. Right. And I'll still be there. Yeah. Right. So let me just ask Tommy Tweaky a question real quick. Mm-hmm. So, Tommy Tweaky, what mm-hmm. was it like uh, landing your first kickflip? I fell. I go boom. It hurt. It hurt my knee. No, I asked what it was like when you landed your first kickflip. Uh, my, my wiener got hard. Okay, okay, just like Nate Broussard, all right. <laughs> well. Yeah, just like Nate B. All right, good to know. Thanks for being on the podcast, Tommy Tweaky. Red Dragons, baby. Right, apparently, Tommy Tweaky is Canadian for some reason. But, like I was going to say, you know, I think we should keep this rolling. I think we mm-hmm. should just we should stay on this zero train and just see, hell, whatever rider that we could get. Dude, I think that's a great idea. I said we take a break, mm-hmm. we hit up every single Zero Rider, and we mm-hmm. see which one responds. And grab some Clown Cheese brand beer. That sounds like a great idea. Okay, perfect. Well, let's do that. All right. Uh, yeah. Life as a Southern Sheriff can be pretty taxing. Taxing on the mind, taxing on the body, and taxing on the soul. That's why when I'm feeling my most decaffeinated and dehydrated, I reach for a mocha sombrero. Mocha sombrero. A Mexican-style chocolate stealth with additions of coffee and vanilla. All right, no, I'm trying to do the script here. All right, you know, if you're just going to keep doing that. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, it's got coffee. It's got coffee and it's got vanilla. I don't care if you're doing the math. It's got coffee and vanilla, and it's a stout recipe. And uh, the malt flavors, the uh, the sweet vanilla. Uh, Jesus, oh my God! You know this is very distracting, very distracting. You know if you want to know more about Mocha Sombrero from Clown Shoes Beer, why don't you go ahead and visit uh, clownshoesbeer.com. Go on now, get. Uh, yeah. And we are back. Oh, man, we are back. And that, my friend, was a fantastic break. Oh, God, one of those breaks you dream about, really. Oh, man, and I'm dreaming about breaks all the time these days. Oh, tell me about it. Okay. Oh, man. I just got to get ready and crack and do a couple of these Clown Shoes brand beers. Oh, man, you got to love them. What kind, of they, what kind of you got there? Still rocking the rainbows are real. Oh, really? Yep. Mm. Me too. Oh. So you taste the pine now. Oh, yeah. I taste all that pine. Yeah. It's good. Oh. It's great. That's great to hear. I don't think I'd love pine in my beer, but ooh, baby, sign me up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tis the season. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, since we've been gone with the break, I got to say our mission was successful getting another Zero Rider on the podcast. Oh, baby. 
former Zero Rider Marissa Del Santo. Hello. Hi. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> AKA the goat. Oh, thanks. Hey, Marissa, thanks for being on the podcast. Yeah, of course. You know, it's been a long time since I, uh, you know, almost have been corresponding with you and wanted to meet you, but uh, yeah, it hasn't happened. Hasn't it? still, still even through this uh, this this video problem that we have where we mm-hmm. can't see each other. But <laughs> back in the day, I, I I I'm I can't remember. Did I ever send you anything in the mail? Um, I don't recall. I I wouldn't believe so. Yeah. Well, I remember. You know, we'll 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 get to you you skating for zero and everything. But after you you quit zero. And we don't got to talk about that. <laughs> you you don't want to talk anything about zero skateboards. Uh, we could talk about that a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a it's one of my favorite companies, honestly. I mean, they're pretty tried and true. Oh yeah. I mean, it must have been an honor at no, least having sure. a part in uh, Strange World. No, totally. It was definitely pretty absurd and surreal and I don't know, just a dream come true essentially and we had uh dane on the podcast oh nice few few episodes ago mm-hmm. and we're we're asking him because we didn't give a shit about what dane had to say yeah we were like dane how how did you even get on here bro <laughs> <laughs> we're like we're like dane just just tell us what was it like skating with mardal mm-hmm. and he was <laughs> like She's the best. Mm-hmm. And I was like, could you not have kept her in this, convinced her to stay in the skate industry for just like a little longer, bro? Nah, he, he couldn't have. I don't think anybody could have. I was pretty set on getting out. And uh, Dan's kind of seen me at my worst. It's good that he didn't bring any of that up. Yeah. Like trying scary shit and all the the stress and the heart the heartache and <laughs> the madness and all that all that fun stuff well you might call it the worst but i call it just pro- i i don't know i wasn't there but i imagine it was just straight passion um yeah maybe you could call it that <laughs> just yeah. A- yeah, ambition i mean when you're filming for that video was there like a difference of like when you were filming, like I can't film this or somebody's like pressuring me to like go the absolute biggest because it was a zero video. I mean, it was kind of more so on me just feeling like, you know, I had to perform so to say, (laughs) like just, I don't know, like really push myself the absolute, like most I ever have. And just, like, self-expectations and – but also kind of just, like – I mean, there's definitely, like, pressure and, like, expectations from others. Like, you know, like, trying to get on this insane company that has, like, so much history. Yeah. Was the – the chief wasn't there on the spot breathing down your neck? No, not exactly. I see. I I still – I've heard mixed things about the chief, but (laughs) – I love the chief personally. And I mean, just as a fan point of view. Yeah. Um, but you skated to the stranglers, which was pretty sick. 
Oh, uh, that was like, that, like I don't know. That gave me chills. I couldn't believe that that like worked out that way. I I, I totally picked that song, and uh, the chief likes to he likes to test you, and kind of, I mean he he pushes you in other ways I guess outside of skating too, which I mean is by no means bad. Like he I mean he's an awesome dude. I got you know nothing but love for the guy, but um when I like first got involved and like moved to California, like I'd always wear like punk band shirts. I mean, that's just my shit. That's been my thing since like junior high. And like, he'd always like, or not always like this one time he was like, Oh, something are you got a song? I was like, actually, yeah, I do. And I told him that get a grip on yourself song. And uh, that was like, at least three years before the video even came out. And then like a couple of years later when it was like closer to like, it actually, you know, materializing, he was like, yo, Marv, you got a song? Like ask me again. And I told him a different song. I guess he tried to like edit it to both. What but was the other song? This song by this band Eater, like UK punk band. They're like a bunch of teenagers. You ever hear of them? No. Nah. They're pretty sick. They're just like some, you know, classic 70s UK punk. They're all like, like they have a cover of Alice Cooper's 18, but it's called 15 because that's like their average age. Like they were all like 14, 15 years old. Yeah. It was, it was a song by them and it was shorter and kind of faster. And I didn't think the other one would work. So it was pretty long. And I, fe- I felt like it would like ruin the song if they like cut it so much. But I ended up working out. Well, that's pretty sick. I've, you know, I always, you, you've been one of my favorite zero riders. And that was also one of the reasons was because you're clearly, you seem like one of the punkest, <laughs> one of the true punkers. Honestly, I'm getting some serious Corey Duffel vibes, you know? Oh boy. that That's, that's all I had. Like, I don't know. When I was in high school, I didn't like party or all I did was skate and like nerd out on like tunes and just lurk and learn about bands and stuff. And like all my friends were like 13, like I was like 16 or 17. Like I don't want to hang out with them all the time. Like I'm going to do my own thing. And like just like, that was like my, my baby girl, I guess. Yeah. No, <laughs> you, you seem like a rocker through and through. You, uh, <laughs> I was I was watching some interview with you where you mentioned somebody give you the MC5 uh, T-shirt there, and uh, oh, yeah, yeah. that's not quite a punk band, but they're kind of you know pre-punk. They kind of started it in a way. Yeah, exactly. Paved the way. But the punk, you know. Also, I was going to say the punk image. It makes sense for me for the the hammer skaters because you get to wear the leather jacket. Oh yeah. So if, you're, <laughs> if you're hucking down a set. Then it's like, uh, you know, crashing on a motorcycle. It's yeah, not gonna, it's not going to hurt as much because you got that <laughs> that reinforced leather jacket. Reassurance, yeah. Yeah, unless you got the studs in it, you know. Which you do. You have rocked the studded belt quite a t- uh, number of times. That that didn't. In my, uh, in my younger days, yeah, I kind of they just ripped my pants and my shirts. Like oh, they yeah. destroyed the re- like my clothes and kind of. It didn't really seem that worth it. 
Yeah, they put that classic triple rip like outline oh, yeah. in all of your t-shirts, like it's right un- where you fall. Unmistakable, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What have you been listening to recently? I don't know. Nothing like nothing too special. I haven't really been like like I don't know, really trying to branch out like with like you know bands I haven't heard or anything. But um, I don't really know. What's your Spotify looking like? I don't have a Spotify. <laughs> Oh, non-existent. Damn. I have an iPod and uh True know. Punker. <laughs> oh, my, mate, my, we always listen to music my, on iPods. My yep. phone isn't good. It's not good enough to like have that much like content on it. Yeah. So I don't, I don't have many assu- apps or anything. I'm assuming right. it's a first gen iPod. Mm-hmm. The iPod is newer. I mean, I got it on Amazon like three years ago. My yeah. my phone yeah. is like cracked screen like barely sends texts <laughs> it's pretty uh <clears throat> it's pretty beat so i don't i don't i don't have too many apps on the old uh the old device there uh no flappy bird <laughs> if i if i send you a first gen ipod could you load it up with some uh music um honestly that's like that's a thing of the past too i don't even have like i i'd have to have like the old itunes like the new iTunes like isn't compatible with like old devices, I guess, or something, right? Isn't that like Apple just like makes you buy new shit all the time? Whoa, whoa, whoa! We don't want to say that about let's what, let's a, a let's ask the company. Apple <laughs> expert over here, Tom. <laughs> they're not your dis- your sponsors or. <laughs> or oh yeah, maybe we should get Apple as a sponsor. No, Tom happens to uh, work for Apple. I don't know if he oh, wants to say that oh, on the sorry. podcast or not. I don't know. I don't. I don't know you guys very well. Hey, yeah. Don't don't worry about it. I have nothing to do with uh, <laughs> anything Apple related. Essentially, yeah, I'm always I'm always listening to a lot of like Stooges and I don't know, uh, like Blue Cheer and fucking just rock. Hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. You call me crazy. I think Funhouse is my favorite one. I would go ahead and agree. Yeah. Yeah. I know people are gonna go die hard for the uh the first album there. But Oh no, not at all. Funhouse is like that's the top. Mm-hmm. I would say I'd put Rob Power up there too, but that's kind of a different realm. Yeah. And Blue Cheer. I tried to get into them a little bit. I don't know why they're it never really stuck, but um, you know, 'cause I'm a huge fan of uh Black Sabbath. And for some reason, Blue Cheer, you know, the, the name kind of almost sounded... Like the antithesis of that or like something. It, like it, it, it went in line with that or something. And also Blue Oyster, Blue Oyster Cult. Right. Which, uh, you know, I got their first album on cassette. But... Uh, Damn, lucky. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't, you know, but we all know Don't Fear the Reapers just there to weed out the posers, you know? No, I, <laughs> True. It's I all mean, about Godzilla. I can't, uh, can't deny. Track. I can't deny either of those. But that first album is like, that's like the cream of the crop. Yeah, and it's little known. People just write that band off. What's your favorite uh, Alice Cooper record? I don't know if you even like Alice Cooper. You just mentioned that that one. Oh uh, yeah. Um, I mean, I love it to death is easy. All those songs are classic, and the whole album's good, or like 
you know, more than Beyond Good. <laughs> yeah. I listen to that one a decent bit. But and that one's got that Ellington track on it, right? Yeah. Where I or, heard that he was, uh, where it's like, is this the same track where he's like, I gotta get out of here? Right, that one? Um, or is that off of, uh, yeah, no, that's, inside? that's the same song. Or actually, or is that Black Juju? I don't remember. Well, anyway, I heard that he recorded that while he was, he, he put a chair over himself and to feel more claustrophobic and he was, he oh, was like yelling. Uh, you know, to kind of put himself in the moment, you know, yeah. put himself in the mood. My favorite's Killer. I was going to say that's up there too. It would be one of those two. Yeah. But yeah, that you know, that's you, you, that's why I like Zero. You you, you seem fit on you. You're a real rocker through and through. <laughs> um, but I mentioned Corey Duffel too because you wore the the football jersey. And that that's something that I always think of when I think of Duffel. Mm. Oh yeah, what do you have? Was it like a Giants jersey or something? I don't know, but then he, but then I almost thought it was an unironic thing where he in uh, left foot forward, or was it right foot forward? Yeah, no, it was right foot forward because it was a video of all goofy footed skaters where he um he he had the 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 clip where he like does a handrail and then he goes out and he catches a football. Oh yeah, (laughs) yeah, that's I remember that. And I was like, dude, I don't even think this this I don't even think this dude's joking. I thought he was doing that. I thought this guy was punk and he's well people's he's, always he's just coming out as a, a full blown sports fan right now. He could, be, he could be a punk sportsman. You could. It's not very punk, I don't think though. Well, I mean Duffel can. But Duffel did it. The Who punk thing, you could only you could only play the punk thing for so long. Like, I mean, you got angst, you're younger, and then you know, you kinda live and learn and grow up a little bit you know sports are cool like other things that aren't you know necessarily punks you know so to say or whatever i don't know i guess it doesn't matter i don't i don't care do whatever (laughs) but when i was gonna say in the beginning when i was gonna originally reach out to you Originally, I was going to reach out to you because I bought the uh, Destruction Squirrel 666 video. Oh, wow. Which uh, I still have. And I ran that back. uh, I think I remember sending you that, actually. Yeah, I might have. Oh, so did. But you did. uh, I mean, did you film and edit those videos? I don't know why the sixth one was the only the first one that I came across. I never actually seen any of the other ones except for your parts on online. That's the only one that we like, pro- like, made copies of. Like the other ones, there's like maybe at like ten at the most in existence. I would just like make copies on VHS and like sell them to kids at school for like five bucks. <laughs> like when I was in high school, like that's pretty much how the first like few were. And then the fourth one, we had like a premiere and at the skate shop in Illinois that's gone now. And, uh, it was like, I don't know. I kind of slacked on finishing it up and like making copies. I made like 10 copies and then I made like a fifth one that was kind of like, just, I was back home visiting when I lived in California and like had all this footage nobody'd seen. So I just like whipped it together real quick. There's one copy of that that exists. And then, yeah, DS6, we had, like, 
a big event for it, made like a hundred copies or maybe more. I don't recall, but like did all, I did all the artwork. I edited it, filmed a lot of it. Um, my friend Thomas helped me with a lot of it too. He put together a couple of edits for it or like, I mean, we like made it together pretty Hell much. Yeah. Well, I love the editing that video. First oh, of all. Thanks. Yeah. That's yeah. like, it's, it's just fun. Like, why yeah. do you want to watch like a normal skate video? I mean, that's why I like about the fancy lad video too. It kind of reminded me, like it took me back to like that. Well, that's what I was going to say during that time you had left zero and I bought that video and it had this like fun, weird editing and you know, you used a couple Brian Eno tracks and I was like, you know what? Maybe Mardal would be down, <laughs> but I forget. I was, I mean, I'm boys with, uh, you know, Matt King and Gene Bellinger. Yeah, yeah definitely. And be, I don't even know how it happened, but Chicago is kind of like the like second home of fancy lad. It's kind of like, uh, you know, yeah. I mean like justice and Ariana and exactly anybody else's, but yeah, Scotch. Um, oh, dude, Bart Bart Jones. Bart Jones is on the team. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> but um, I remember asking uh, Matt King. I was like, "Yo," I was like, "Uh, you know Mardal?" And he's like, "Uh, not really." He's like, "I just kind of see her around." And I was like, "You think she'd ride for Fancy Lad?" He's like, "I don't think that she even skates anymore." And I was like, "Damn." Oh yeah, they were they were involved with you guys like years ago. Yeah, they first uh, I put them on the team just because I liked their videos. So it was like yeah. the same. It was the same deal. Like I don't really uh, half the time. Like even now, you know, we got a couple. I just put Scutch on and Maddie Reddy, and they're like he's like a, Scutch is like a manual guy. Maddie Reddy's like a ledge guy, and people are like, I don't think they like really fit in with like what you guys got going, but. I don't really care. I'll just put on people if I like like them and think they have like a cool personality. Yeah, it shouldn't really go much like beyond that. Yeah, so that's why I was gonna ask, but um, I I, I don't think I did end up asking because uh, yeah, I heard that you didn't skate anymore, and I said oh, I don't think she's gonna want to skate for a couple times. She doesn't skate. <laughs> that's funny. Matt King would say that. I mean, I don't really know either of those guys like super duper well. But, I mean, I've seen them around for long enough to where I kind of feel like I do know them, you know, a little better than maybe they think or vice versa. I don't know. I've I've known those dudes. Like, I've seen them around Chicago and, like, Midwest skating for, like, 15 years or more, you know? Yeah. But, um, I mean, at that point, I was definitely still skating. <laughs> Now, maybe a little bit less, but I would never not skate, you know? Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> Blew it. But I don't, I don't really, I don't really film or anything. I don't, I don't know. I don't want to do anything. I just want to do what I want. Can't blame you there. Which is mainly just selling thrift store goods, you know, curated, <laughs> curated thrift store goods on mm-hmm. your Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's, that's where like the, you know, I, I saw better stuff than that. That's like, that's the bottom of the barrel stuff on there. Oh, you keep the good shit. 
I mean, yeah, a lot of it. <laughs> Where do you sell the good shit through? Etsy. Etsy. And, I mean... Ah, got yourself a little Etsy shop. And my other Instagram account, I guess. I got like a vintage page thing, too. But nobody yeah. wants to pay up on there. It's all like really low ball. That's why like on the on the Instagram deal, I just post stuff like, oh, how much is this? Like 15 bucks. I don't care. Just have it. I'll send this to you. Like if you pay me for shipping, I'll just send you this, you know? Yeah, like, right. St- you know, stuff that I don't really care about parting ways with. Well, I know the Grind Queen just bought something off of you. He did. He bought uh, some zoo t-shirt. Or, no, it was like some, like, uh, it was like an MGM Grand, like, uh, what's it called? Is that like a casino? I don't know. It's, it's, it had a pretty cool graphic on it, though. It was like when the, like, when the lions are uncaged or something, I had like a picture of a lion <laughs> on it. That was pretty cool. They didn't show me it, but uh, they did want me to say that every time they do a kickflip front board, they give a yell exit to uh, Mardal. So that's cool. Respect. <laughs> Appreciate Shalom. it. Shalom. Shalom. So yeah, I guess this is uh, a little late to ask, but hey, ten years ago, if I'd asked you if you wanted to ride for Fancy Life, what would you have said? I think ten years ago, I was still on the zero program. So maybe not just yet. Damn. Eight years ago. I mean, I still would. I just don't skate that much or film or like, I don't know. I don't know how much I'd really like put into the whole, uh, the whole spiel. I don't know how much I'd really contribute, you know? All right, maybe we'll put you on the floor. Yeah, it kind of sounds like most of the team, to be honest. I don't have much to contribute. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you've seen our riders, right? Oh, yeah, I love it. (laughs) It's like right up my alley. I mean, maybe that'd be, that might be a little more motivating. I just, I don't, I don't like, I don't film. I don't like, I'd have to like go out of my way to be like, oh, I want to film this trick. Like, I don't really have any like, you know, like, people I hang out with all the time that I like, you know, just would be like skating with regularly. Mm. Like I, I don't really put, I don't, I don't put myself out there. Like I don't really go street skating very much or anything. I'll go to a park and I don't know, do like a boneless and like board slide the down rail. Like, like, okay, I did that and drink a twisted tea and, and like find like the nearest thrift store. Do people still fan <laughs> out on you at the park? Um, I mean, every now and again, I feel like it's getting to the point where like, they don't really know who I am, which is kind of, I don't know. It, it, it makes me feel uncomfortable sometimes. Just like some, the approach, it it always depends on the approach. It must be a good feeling though. At the same time, a life. I mean, it's, it is flattering. I I don't want to sound like a dickhead or anything by any means. Like it just, I don't know, like. Like, it feels like that part of my life was so long ago and such, like, a separate thing. Like, I don't know. Does that make sense at all? Like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> no, what I was going to say was that you, uh, the thing that sounds uh, good is the life after skating sort of thing. Because, I mean, you know, believe it or not, we don't make much money here on the, the, the doing this uh, operation. But 
our lives are still completely obsessed and based around filming 24 seven. Yeah. So it's, you know, it takes up a big chunk of your time. No, it definitely does. But I mean, also like, like your guys's videos, it's like, it kind of shows more personality and like, just, I don't know, like you guys are out and about, like you actually see like, like you're having fun. Like it's not just like trick, 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 or, you know, just like yeah. that kind of like monotonous, like. Yeah. It's the difference between a, a top tier brand like zero <laughs> and then a brand like fancy lad. I mean, there's not too many brands like fancy lad. I mean, to put it that way, just like, you know, a video that's just straight, like, like time to perform like you gotta fucking yeah do this trick down like this many stairs if it's less than that many stairs it's not gonna make the cut like you know <laughs> hammer time stacking <laughs> engaged mm-hmm. and that's what uh dane mentioned well dane mentioned on the his podcast he said that you quit skating because you didn't like being labeled as a girl skater he said that you didn't like how um he said if you like you thought that if you filmed that part as like a dude then people wouldn't would talk shit and like not think it was as good i probably mentioned that at the time i mean i don't know i was also like 22 like yeah i don't know i just like that was always just kind of my mindset, I guess. Cause like when I first started skating, there were no other girl skaters and I liked it that way. I was like, well, I mean, like why, like what, why should there be like a barrier anyways? Like I'll just skate with my friends and like, you know, they're all progressing and getting better. Like if they're doing it, I don't see any reason why I couldn't do, you know, like just skate bigger shit like that. Right. Yeah. And, you know, what I'm saying is, how do you think that makes me feel, you Mm -hmm. know, as a fellow pro skater, uh, you know, and because I look at your part, I think to myself, Mm -hmm. geez, this is way better than anything I could do. Right. Now, now I'm wondering what people are going to say about my skate. Well, don't don't read the comments on on YouTube. I try not to. It shouldn't matter. Like, I don't think any of that shit should matter. I mean, I don't know. I also, I also don't care, and I don't keep up with anything. So that's all just like, yeah, kind of, I don't know, like a a previous life or something. I don't know. It's it's kind of weird. Well, things are very different nowadays, mm-hmm. and that's true. I feel like, yeah, you know, not to pressure you back into skating whatsoever, but I feel like you could, whenever you wanted, pull a. Uh, Chris Pullman mm-hmm. and just return to um, the scene and you just come back tenfold. Yeah. When, when you decide to come back, bring a, a few empty uh, burlap sacks to fill up with money. <laughs> Seriously. You're going to need them. It, I mean, it's, is it worth it? I don't, do I, is that what I, I that's not, that's not what I want. Like, yeah, I don't know, dude. I don't I mean, care. I don't care enough about skating. I mean, I I still skate. You guys, okay? I do. <laughs> All right. 
Like that is good to hear because skating mostly, is fucking sick. No, it's fun as shit, and of yeah, of course, I would never just like stop. But yeah. I mean, I'm I'm a little maybe I don't know, I'm a little not bitter, but I mean, I got super broke off and. Having to get surgery was a bummer, and after that, I was like, "Well, like, I don't want to ever have to do that again." So, yeah, I mean, I just kind of started chilling, and now it's like, I don't know, like, I don't have health insurance. I'm like, just getting older. Like, I want to like be able to, I want to rock, dude. I'm in a band. <laughs> hell yeah! Oh, hell yeah! What, what, what band what do you, are you in? What do you play? No, I, I I play bass in a band with some friends. Oh, yeah. And, uh, I mean, I don't know. It's just like, that's something I've always wanted to do. And it's been super fun. And I've like slammed skating in like the past like year, like thought I broke my wrist again. I was like, oh no, no, like I'm done. I'm done with this. Like no more. Like I'd, I'd rather just like rock. <laughs> but I mean, that's not even necessarily true because I do love skating and I would never like fully quit skating by any well, means. Like I was saying, just more even. I mean, not to the same tier as like your strange world part, but yeah, like, you wouldn't even have to come back hucking. I mean, even like the the shit that you were doing, like, I mean, I maybe you're talking about this, but like the destruction squirrel stuff, it seemed like more fun and lighthearted. No, and totally. There, there were a couple couple hammers tossed in there. Don't get me wrong. But, I mean, like, more even stuff like you doing, like, uh, you know, like a kickflip manual boneless out, you know? No, it's fun. I mean, I still, like, I would, I, I just, like, I don't like, like, being, you know, just feeling like I'm, like, I have to do something, you know? Like, like yeah. oh, I haven't skated in, like, a week. Like, I'm blowing it. Or, like, oh, I've, I need to, like, film for this thing. Like, I don't want to have any, like... I mean, I, it's even just pressure I'd put on myself, you know, mm-hmm. like, I just want to be able to like, pretty much like skate when I want, if I don't feel like it, I don't have to, you know, like nobody like really just kind of like, no, I, I guess, I don't know, pressure if that, if there's, you know, whatever that would be. You know, Instagram made everything different nowadays. Cause now you can just literally just fucking just do what fucking ever dude yeah it's all just disposable these days anyways yeah you know for better or worse it's really uh flooded the the content with with i mean a lot of garbage but at the same time there's a lot of stuff on there where it's like i don't know it's 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 nice being able to maybe like look at content that's not as like high pressure like yeah, uh, it's just like accessible and available you could just watch it like oh there's that guy that's cool and then like oh there's that too like i don't know just it's a lot at once yeah yeah you're not you're not expected to uh do any big uh kickflip melons or uh air walks down uh <laughs> big sets you know yeah um, I, I mean i guess i guess that makes sense that's a good good way to put it and you always done the kickflip air walks like uh like the Lizard King where it's I always thought the air walk traditionally was like the Donnie Bias Bianco one down love where you know you do I don't know why where you do the foot to the uh like you're doing a heel flip but you do the the front foot like you're doing a kickflip. 
I don't know. I don't, I never really, I don't know. Like, I don't think there was, that, that's just like what came naturally, I guess. Just like the way I learned them. So I've never, I've never really been much of like a flip tricker or like a, I pretty much like learned like four or five tricks and I was like, okay, I'm good with those. Like, I don't, you know, I could like kick flip. That's fun. Kick flip. Let's go down the list. Kick flip, mm-hmm. <laughs> varial heel. Mm-hmm. You got that. Um, oh yeah. You did that on a fat stack. Front leather, board. Leather jacket, right? I mean, not anymore. That It was not cold out that day. It was very warm. No comply flip <laughs> up a set. <laughs> That yeah, that's I mean that's all luck. Anybody could do that. Oh, you yeah. did you did a kickflip melon up a, up a curb too, didn't you? <laughs> Is that true? Uh, yeah, kind of. Yeah, I, I did I, it like down I, like I a three stair and then up a curb. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I touched. Okay. I made, I yeah, you touched your board. That's because it was a kickflip melon. Didn't count. No, I mean, I, I like didn't I'm, count. I, I no, I like I I sort of I made contact like I don't know up the curb. It was like. That's what I was going for. I don't think I really grabbed it. All right, you can just say it was sick. Did you? Did you get? <laughs> um, when legs was flow, uh, one of the fancy led riders he skated for the Coliseum, and he got flow boxes from zero. This was way back in the day. But did you get different boards, uh, for zero than were sold to the general public? Not quite, but there was a time when you could pretty much have your own like like a shape that you liked and a size you liked or whatever. And they would order like graphics for you. Like you could get like, a, like two or three different like graphics on like your own, like, you know, this, the size board that you skate, you know, just like your consistent, like get up or whatever. Yeah. It would come like pre-gripped and all that, but I don't pre-gripped. Yeah. Full grip. Or would uh would Jamie throw in a little line in the back so you know where the tail was? No, it was full grip. I mean, I I wouldn't do that because I always like to like get weird with it and yeah, like I don't know, I'd put like some like stupid pictures under like clear grip tape or some shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got to have fun with the grip tape part. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But yeah. I don't I don't know if they were necessarily different like uh. Like actually, like actually different from like the boards that they like distribute or whatever. Hmm. Yeah. Different wood is what we're trying to figure out. I don't think it was different wood. No. No. Same wood. Well, what what size uh, what size board were you getting at that point? Um, I think like eight, straight eight. Did straight eight? Doing the straight eight, kick flip, fakey flip, switch flip, nollie <laughs> flip. Mm-hmm. Heel flip, mm-hmm. switch heel, mm-hmm. fake heel, mm-hmm. switch heel. That's right. No, no that's not what, quite. That's what we call the straight eight around here. I know. No, I, yeah, I, I know. I know. I know about that. <laughs> or I mean, just eight, eight inch. That's it. I mean, no, 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 no more, no less. Nice. Are you, um, but you moved out of the Chicago area, right? You're living in Colorado. Yeah, I'm in Denver these days. Nice. How's the shrooms out there? Fucking heady, dude. Not nah, <laughs> <laughs> trippy. <laughs> no, no, that's that's not really my thing. It's they're like kind of legal, I guess, or something. I don't know, decriminalized. Mm-hmm. What made you move out there, though? Kind of, I don't know. Just uh, sort of 
weed, I guess. Not not even that, like fully. I don't like I don't even really smoke weed or anything, but uh I had a friend out here who was trimming and uh I was kind of toying around with the idea like, oh, maybe I could go to Denver and just like trim weed for a few months and then like make bank. Like I was picturing it as like a Northern California thing, like how people go to like Humboldt or something, you know, and just like live on a farm and trim weed for like a summer and then just make like thousands of dollars and just save because they're not like spending money or doing anything. I was kind of picturing maybe something a little bit more like that. And I was going to like, like my friend and I were going to do that. Like we're both in a place where we were like, Oh, like we don't really have anything going on in Chicago. We could just dip and do whatever for a bit. And it was like about to be winter. Didn't really want to spend another winter back there. Yeah. So, uh, we came out here to like trim with a friend and then it ended up being this whole thing. Cause it's legal and it's all regulated and shit. So we had to get like our like MMJ badges through like the court system. Like they, like they had to like give us like a background check and we had to get all these like court papers from like, you know, getting arrested, skating a parking garage in like 2008 and shit like that. <laughs> but then like we ended up getting like actual jobs, like working for like, some like grow house and whatever like I don't know it kind of just like fell into place like got real jobs got an apartment like just kind of settled in and I mean I I like it and like friends kept moving out like so like there's like a handful of friends from Illinois out here and like just met a bunch of people like now it's like just full-blown crew that's pretty tight it's fun it's it's sick I mean I love it out here I mean, it's kind of like, like Chicago meets like California. I mean, it's like right in between and it's kind of got like all my favorite aspects of both places. Chicago. (laughs) That's right. The Bears. They got a lot of deep dish pizzas out there in Denver. Sausage. No, a couple. There's a couple spots. Oh, really? There's some Chicago stuff out here. They got like a, they got some Italian beef and hot dog stuff and a couple deep deep dish things oh my goodness well hey you know what now now that we're on the uh subject of food I, i've been meaning to ask you I, cause I, today tom i loves, tom loves food i, I love way. food i love he loves food, food. He, he's a foodie i'm a foodie what can i say yeah. um but i was watching a youtube video today of um oh no uh, of you what of you making an omelet oh uh, no that's that's not good no it was great it was fantastic <laughs> it was a uh, 22 minute long youtube oh uh, yeah you know? Uh, from I think nine years ago. Yeah, we um, we kind of run out. We we didn't have really that much to do in the. the oh, that old, was yeah, that was clear. <laughs> the old suburban Chicago winter. Oh, it looked like a great time, and I got to say that looked like a great omelet too. You had a whole bunch of onion in there. Uh, my friend whose house that was, he mm-hmm. had some like top notch materials. I was looking forward to doing that because I knew he had a fridge full of fun stuff. Oh yeah, I mean, who who has that much just sh- shrimp hanging yeah, around had, in the fridge? He had so much shrimp. Like, when, when the hell do you get that? Like, why do you have that much shrimp? Shrimp, huh? Yeah, it was sh- <laughs> and, onion, tomato, bacon, and shrimp, and white wine. No, no, no there's no white wine. I don't think. I don't really. I didn't know about that yet. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like for cooking. 
Oh, right, right, right. Right. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. I, for- I forgot about that, actually. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah it was a good looking omelet. I haven't seen the video. Oh, dude, I'll send you the link. Yeah, you really should. <laughs> you, don't, you, don't gotta, you don't gotta do all that. The, the, so, cookies, the cookies one is probably, that, that'll probably suffice. No, tell you what, we'll post we'll post the video when we advertise for this podcast. Mm-hmm. And I do remember you mentioning the cookie one in the uh, aforementioned omelet one, so I am <laughs> going to be looking into that as well. The the cookie one was the uh, the predecessor. the The omelet's kind of the sequel per se. Mm. Damn, I watched it out of order. <laughs> That's why so much of it didn't make any sense. <laughs> the the references. Yeah, it's like wait. Yeah, I don't, I don't, ha- I don't have any point for this reference. <laughs> the the omelet was good. It turned out. I mean, it tasted good. I I think I I, I remember it falling apart. I don't know if it really maintained. I might have overstuffed it. It kind of became more of a frittata at one point. I feel like, like. a kind of scramble. Yeah. yeah, but it still looked great. Well, thanks. Yeah, of course. I, yeah, no, I, thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wish I I just wish I could have seen this omelet. Yeah, uh, dude. I'm telling you, don't worry. I'll send you the link. In at person? this point, yeah. At this point, forget all the video parts I've seen. I would trade them all just to see this omelet. The omelet looked. It was way way nicer in person. Way better presentation. Some garnish, you know. Mm-hmm. Damn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, did you mention the uh, the name of your band though? I was just curious. Ladies Night. <laughs> Ladies' night. We're called Ladies' night. And is that night spelled the like the normal way, or is or it N I T E, or is it K N I? No, that was that was debatable when we were coming up with it, but it's just Regs Night, just like nighttime. Dude, Regs, just the simp version of night. Simp, yeah. I'll get one large Regs night, please. Have you uh, have you been yeah. on tour with your band at all? Don't know about regs. Uh, no, <laughs> no tour. Um, we played shows around Denver, like a decent amount. We actually we might have played the last show before they shut everything down, like before like quarantine. Mm-hmm. Do you think you have any? You had anything to do with that? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was it was already that, been sick. that point. No, we we played this show like two days before like literally everything closed and like the whole pandemic thing started. So that was, I was a little, I was a little proud of that. Like, well, That's this, pretty is, sick. this is the last thing you guys get to see. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Our dumb drunk asses. And now you said you played upright bass. So what's that like playing that <laughs> in a rock club? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That must I, be pretty alternative. You know, going be, against that's truly punk, you know, going be, against the grain be, like that. That'd be a bitch to lug around though. That'd be tough. I don't even yeah, that's what I was thinking. One of those. No, I don't I don't I don't play upright bass. Oh. Are you all on Spotify? <laughs> Do you have a uh, a bandcamp or uh SoundCloud or uh bandcamp soon. Um we recorded uh like an LP thing in like July. So that should be coming out pretty soon. Um, So I'm pretty sure Bandcamp might be the move. And a cassette tape. I was going to say, well, you'll have to send me a cassette tape. Because I only... uh, Because the van takes cassettes. I only listen to music in the van on Mm -hmm. cassette. Oh, that rules. Yeah. You're going to love the van. (laughs) Yeah, it's a 99 Dodge Ram. 
oh great classic good year oh yeah turn of the cinch great fucking year yeah i also real turn of the cinch i also have a gibson sg not to brag but uh that was also made in 1999 very cool wow not epiphone yeah gibson sweet yeah um and i saw a really funny mean meme that mm-hmm. had samuel jackson and it said samuel jackson and he's holding a jackson guitar and then it said samuel gibson and he's holding the gibson les paul and i, <laughs> I thought that's really funny that's a really funny meme i that i like good. that i'd like to see that, that I, is I'd, good. Probably, I'd probably giggle you know what? Maybe we'll post that meme when we put up this episode. We'll post too. that meme too. We'll post the omelet video oh, and, and that, that meme, meme, and that'll be that'll be the most of the uh, advertising. <laughs> yeah. when we, when we post this, the uh, Samuel Jackson meme and a mm-hmm. video of me cooking an omelet in 1997. Yep. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> yeah. The people um, are gonna love it. No, I'm. I'm gonna break the internet. Point. Yeah. Break the internet. No, I, um, I, I support it. I respect it. I appreciate it. Yeah. And, you know, I was going to say, too, um, I don't even know how to put this into words exactly. Uh, you know, this is just me addressing the sort of uh, name of Fancy Lad in general um, that, you know, you, you must have felt like, maybe going into the skate industry of it being a sort of a boys club, you know? And I never even thought about this when we made the name fancy lad, but then every, uh, when I asked Ariana to ride for the company, and everything and like that, I was like, damn, did we, did we really have to make the, the company such a gender specific name? <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's girl got, did it. It's got an air of whimsy. I mean, you know, it's fancy. It could really, really like, I don't know, pertain to anything. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Well, it's not, the, like, it's not the. It's not like you know, you guys are a bunch, like it's just like some macho dude. You know, that's what I was thinking. Right. It's we not, just all happen coincidentally to be macho dudes. Yeah, it doesn't have yeah, uh, just a chance encounter of macho dudes. It's it, it doesn't have the the <laughs> toxic masculinity stigma to it. Mm-hmm. it just, right, right. It just has, uh, you know, we, uh, like chose it too because it happens to be like a very flamboyant name as well. You know, right? No, I mean that's what I like about it too. And uh, what what I'm pretty much asking is, is that the reason why you didn't ride for the company was because it was called Fancy Lad? <laughs> I would I would say not. <laughs> I don't think that's why at all. <laughs> oh, so it's not because I never. It's it, I, I'm assuming in my mind it's because it's called Fancy Lad, not based on the fact that I never asked you whatsoever. I don't think you ever asked me. <laughs> that's that's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, <coughs> uh, excuse me. Um, excuse me. Do you have a Corona? I do not. I test. <laughs> okay. I passed the test. I did Uh-oh. too. Actually, I'm. Ha- I'm thankful to say. You know, we're coming up on Thanksgiving, and mm-hmm. I got tested, and I am happy to say that the test was negative. Yeah, I was pretty relieved. I haven't seen my parents in a while. I'm kind of, kind of, you know, was weary about that. But I, I passed the test, so uh, we we good out here. Nice. Nice. So, I mean, you must have a million questions for us. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I'm not good at this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Us neither. 
Yeah, no, <laughs> we uh, we ask that to every person that we interview, just to <laughs> just to put them on the spot and see what they come up with. Well, this, I mean, let me let us let my band or our band let my my friends and I's band come record at your bitchin' studio that you guys are chilling in. Yeah, why don't you? Why I don't you, know. Why? We got all this. We got all this equipment here. Yeah, why you? It for the first time right now. Why are you afraid? Why are you afraid to come out to Boston? I ain't shook. I would love nice. to come to Boston. <laughs> nice. Um, well, Dane claims that he's coming in. Uh, I don't know. You know, maybe you don't want to see Dane whatsoever. He'll bring fresh <laughs> memories of no, I love skateboards. No, Dane's Dane's my boy. I love that dude. But he claims that he's coming out in the springtime. Mm-hmm. Springtime. Springtime. <laughs> Shit. I mean, I I wouldn't. Hell, I've never been. East Coast, springtime in general. Oh, you've never been to Boston. I've never been to Boston. I've been to Damn. like other cities in the vicinity. I, I I'm not familiar with any other city in the vicinity besides Boston. Um, I mean, I don't even know what else. Providence. Every, oh, damn. Nothing, everything like I just assume everything out there is really close, but it's really not like. Yeah. Yeah, it actually it's pretty, pretty. It is pretty close. It is pretty close. Actually, it's a very small, like how small far is, town. Like a like a New York probably isn't terribly far, right? No, New York City is probably four, like four yeah, four or five hours depending on traffic. Yeah. Yeah. What about like a your Philly type thing? That's six hours. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's further. Solid six. What about Washington D.C.? That's eight hours. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so that gets that gets a little hairy after that. Um, we typically only travel to Boston because that's uh, zero hours, right? Yeah, <laughs> we, we, yeah, we happen to live I mean, in Boston. I guess that's um, just a, that's like my own geographical error that like everything out there is like everything on the East Coast is really close or something like that. Well, I mean, it is. I think uh, compared to like stuff on the West Coast, you know. Yeah, California. Yeah. You can drive like fucking eight hours, and you're still in California. Yeah, you could drive like twenty hours, and you're still in California. Yeah, I don't that know why true. you're just like doing all those donuts for twenty <laughs> hours, but I mean, you do you. Yeah, yeah, putting all those miles on your car for no goddamn. <laughs> yeah, just for the goddamn rad factor. Gotta get my money's worth. Yeah. <laughs> Balding those tires. These wheels ain't gonna spin themselves. Yeah. True. It is true. Yeah, no, you're just you're you're gonna love it here in Boston, I predict. <laughs> yeah, uh you'll have to send me a demo tape of your band beforehand because you know, we'll we'll book you we'll try to book you a show. Oh yeah. Um if those are happening. Those will be happening at some point. Well, we could have one in our backyard probably. Oh yeah. Those are that if we should start looking into booking now then. Because yeah. those fill up pretty quick, the that's, backyard that's spot. What I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with the, um, with you guys at the helm like just overbook it yourselves like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. well, we have to move the trampoline aside um, first you want us to book the shows now you want us to keep track of the shows that we've booked and not overbook oh, that's too much that's I mean, that seems like a lot that's insane Step out of time I'm, I'm sorry my bad <laughs> what does your band sound like just out of curiosity um well at first, I would say that we sounded like, I don't know, like 30-year-old living in their parents' basement rock and roll, mm-hmm. but I don't live in my parents' basement anymore, so Uh-oh. I don't know, kind of, I like to 
try to pull off the kind of stoogy MC5, like proto-punk, just high energy type deal. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, it's kind of hard to just like categorize a sound. Like I'm not good at like genreing or whatever music. I'm not either, but I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to look it up. Um, we just, we just, the thing is, is that we can't put any other bands on the bill until I know I mean, what your, your sound no, is. No, because totally. we, we don't want to put this, you know, uh, this trap house techno band mm-hmm. on the bill. <laughs> have your band, you know, like, like Marilyn yeah, Manson, you know, that's not going to make any sense. Right. No, totally. You want to have like a sort of theme going for any exactly. pertaining. For any pertaining, like, you know, evening or whatever. Now, I can't promise a headlining bill, um, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, Well, I won't do it. It really depends on what night. You know, yeah. we're, we're, we're doing it's we're true. Doing and there may be, there may be a, a stand up show going on simultaneously on the other half of the backyard because it is yeah. a duplex. Yeah, it is. Oh, it is. Yeah. I mean, um, it's a shared space, but it's a safe space, mm-hmm. first and foremost. And that's what we, we're really trying to drive for. That's what here. we strive for. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, that's reassuring. I mean, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't have high expectations. I don't, I don't, you know, I'll think I'll, uh, I'll, I'll just relay the demo onto you guys. You know, you let me know what you think. And if you want to <laughs> let us use the music for any fancy light edit, mm-hmm. Oh, of course. <laughs> you know, we happen to have one coming out soon, so I'll see, you know, if it meshes well with the edit, you know, not making any promises though. Hey, I'm I'm for it. You guys, you choose your adventure. I'll just uh, I'll just get ourselves out there, and you know, if you want to sign us or show us, you know, to stinking Suge Knight or whatever, I don't know, big wigs. Like, <laughs> I've been talking to Rick Rubin, so yeah, yeah. yeah Suge Knight has been a little evasive lately. Def Jam or whatever, I don't know, whatever have you, Interscope, yeah. Fred Durst, I don't know. Rick Rubin's a big fan of System of Down, and I'm just assuming that your band sounds exactly like System of a Down. We got some so undertones, that's, you know, that's kind of, that's like expected though, you know? Yeah. Every every single band that comes out nowadays, I expect them to have this worldly folk undertone to their new metal. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's just that's just standard, you know. I'm I'm almost quite frankly I'm almost sick of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 getting to be a bit played, huh? Yeah. I mean, trying to, you know, kind of provide something maybe a little different to the table, but it still has that general, uh, that general like initial idea. But Danzig, Danzig was on uh, Def Jam. Oh yeah. So you must be you must be a Danzig fan because they use the Misfits for um, that for that best of Mardal slash new footage part. I mean, I I like Misfits. I I like Samhain. Samhain's kind of I I don't almost pick that if it's not like seventies Misfits. I'd go if it's not Misfits and it's not solo Danzig. You'd probably pick Samhain. <laughs> I would have to say. <laughs> uh, whatever, yeah, go with that. I don't care. <laughs> I put, right, Dan, Danzig's fine. 
I mean, Sam Haynes, that's the most respectable one. That's that's the one where you know you're dealing with a uh, a real G, you know? Because um, Misfits, I don't know. Misfits, yeah, that's the obvious punker, like, classic. And then Danzig, yeah, sure, the solo is, like, kind of for the more, like, poser crowd. But, yeah, D- Sam Hain, that's the undisputed one where it's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, just kind of... This shit slaps. Yeah, still dark, kind of heavy. It's like just Misfits Plus or something. Smacks. Oh, Misfits Plus. That's not a bad band name. Yeah, that's Smacks. Shit Smacks. (laughs) Straight up. Yeah, having not heard your band at all, you know, I I just... um, Assuming that we're going to put you, Limp Bizkit, Mm -hmm. uh, Deftones, Mm -hmm. Corn. And <laughs> seven dust on the bill. That's oh gonna God, be that's gonna dust. be the show. Seven dust. Jeez, that's like that's right. a come true. Who do you think? Coal Chamber, Static X. Who are you thinking? Uh, what's the other one? There's there's so many. There's so many greats from that from that genre. I mean, so many goats. It's like it's almost like the game Goat Simulator. It's almost exactly like that. Yeah. Godsmack maybe um, Stained Maybe stained I would probably uh, Like disturbed I don't know Just have them play sickness and Mudvayne That's a good one I mean don't you think that metal has kind of like Really not been Obviously metal. In Like any sort of form Part of the mainstream since new metal though I I would say not. It's kind of hard to even like consider that metal. Well, yeah, you have new metal to blame. Just like I mean, even new metal, like I don't know. Corn gets pretty fucking heavy, dude. Yeah. Yeah. True. <laughs> Down. But, but and <laughs> oh, that was all I had to say. Actually. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Um, my favorite my favorite album of the the new metal genre is White Pony by Deftones. I'm I'm gonna go on the record by saying that right now. Okay. I've actually I've never listened to a full Deftones recording. I, I knew a couple songs in my uh, my in my um, my new metal days. You know, like when like uh, Follow the Leader just came out, and you know your your three dollar mm-hmm. bill, y'all, and of course, mm-hmm. you classics, know, front to yeah. back. Stone Cold Classics, mm-hmm. front to back. Yep. Undeniable. What I'm trying to say is I love music. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and... I mean I have noticed. So you know you know your stuff. You're asking me Alice Cooper stuff. You you like the songs I've skated to? I don't know. That's fucking cool. Yeah, I mean that uh <laughs> that that late seventies sort of like post punk, new wave, classic punk era, that's my favorite uh genre of any type of music so um yeah that uh no same i mean definitely that's like pretty much where it started that's where i i mean for me just like being like getting into music and figuring out my own you know niche in it i guess or whatever i just i think it's important yeah i'm hoping it comes back is my point I'm hoping that, uh, well, no one, because you can't make money off skating, but certainly you can't make money off music. 
No. I mean, someone must make some money off of it. I like, mean, like DJ Khaled. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. I've just heard that so many times. Only person making money off music right now. Right. We're just I, I just hear his name before other people's songs. Yeah. There's probably there's like good I don't know independent musicians that I guess have to make some money, but I mean it's like still very like DIY and self promoted and like you know it's not like they have like an entourage like you're like. Like you're like John Dwyer from the OCs or something like that, or I don't know, Ty Seagal or whatever have you. Yeah, but Ty Seagal, that's not really like. I also, I also don't really know what I'm talking about either. I mean, Ty Seagal's <laughs> more like this, like fucking, like kind of like indie indie bullshit. It's not like, I mean, I guess it, in a way, it's like it's like garage rock. What I'm saying is, I guess it's cool that, like, music is, like, back at the point where it's, like, completely, like, rock is completely underground and punk. But, I mean, I would like it if there was another band uh, that just, just you know, like, Nirvana that just came to the forefront, you know, and everything came full circle yet again. Right. And they had another Woodstock 99. Ooh, I don't think that would happen. I don't think that would happen again the way it has. I mean, not Woodstock 99. Well, Woodstock 96. That's what I'm talking about. But, I mean, I don't know. Just like a, you know, like a monumental band like that, that like is totally just like punk aesthetic and like, I don't know, like just breaching the underground, I guess, or whatever. A boy can dream. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's better it doesn't, you know? Yeah. I'm going to do it. I'm going to be the one, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm calling Love it right you. now. Fuck yeah. So, <laughs> That's sick, bro. I'm shooting for the mainstream. Going to get those pop hooks with those heavy melodies. and. Uh, mm-hmm. We're counting on you. I'm inspired by the Pixies, and uh, I love Daniel Johnston, and I'm going to wear one of his T-shirts, and that's at the okay. MTV Movie Awards. That's what's really going to set me apart from everybody else. Damn <laughs> You really did it. I did it. You I really did, did it. it. I cracked the code. You I got the formula. Oh my god, he <laughs> fucking did it. Yeah. That's that's all. That's all it takes. Wow. Anyway, so yeah, you, if you send me your demo tape, I'll send mm-hmm. you your demo tape. That's kind of a formality just because like I know my shit's going to blow up. Right. And you'll be able to say that you heard it before anybody else. No, we we could swap. I mean, I don't really have that many connections. Not a, I mean, not like how you do, but I'll, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll give it a listen. I'll show, uh, I don't know. I'll show my, my higher ups connections. What the fuck are you talking about? I literally, you're the highest connection I know. I don't know what I'm talking I f- about. I forgot about, I forgot about sweet baby Rick. I'm sorry. I got to give a yellow exit to sweet. Yeah. He's going to be mad if you don't. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, yeah, like it's sweet baby Rick. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys, you guys are my plug as well. I'm, I'm really banking on this backyard show. Honestly, you know, it's gonna put asses in the seats, and that's oh, what yeah. we, that's what we've been waiting for. Oh my god, in our, our venue, our seats are so lonely right now. We don't have a real name <laughs> for our venue. It's just kind of been called the tramp spot because mm-hmm. that's where the trampoline is. But uh, right, yeah, I think this is this is what's gonna solidify it as the next CBGBs. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, I mean, it was only, you know, you got to start it up somehow. Yeah. Those seats aren't going to fill themselves. Yeah, you're right. So, yeah, I guess I'm just going to, you know, say thanks for thanks again for being on the podcast. And mm-hmm. you know what? When you come, if I if I could ask, could you make sure that you bring your board? Yes. Yeah. I mean, depending on what airline I fly. Right. <laughs> Most airlines won't let you bring a, a skateboard and an upright base. <laughs> Damn. I probably won't bring the upright base. I'll probably leave that behind. You it's could pretty, bring it's pretty heavy. It's like yeah. 200 pounds. Damn. You could bring the board as a carry on. Oh, I'll hell yeah. Figure it out. I'll bring I'll bring trucks at the least. For sure. Hell yeah. Yeah. Are you tight with uh, Milk Snake and Ariana? I've, I didn't even ask. Yeah, Justice, yeah. I've known him for a long time. He's my boy. Milk Bones. I don't know Ariana super well. She kind of moved. I think she moved to Illinois like right as I moved to Colorado. So I never really got to know her too well. She seems cool. Yeah, she is. Uh, she's on the team. Good. She she deserves it. She's fucking, she rips. Exactly. Um, yeah, I will, you know, say that kickflip layback down the hubba is one of the sickest tricks that I've seen. So oh, that was, yeah, that was very cool. Yeah, she, she gets me stoked for sure. I love seeing her clips. Hell yeah. Well, respect. And yeah, I'm glad that you liked the new video and, uh, you know, what was your favorite part of the new fans of video? Just out of curiosity before we go. I mean, I would, I would have to say my boy justice. Oh yeah. Nice. That was a good one. Nice. He's going to be happy to hear that too. Yellow exit milk snake. Yeah. He did a, he did a stinking caveman back lip. Like how in the world. Yeah. That was next level. How do you go? How do, like, how do you learn that? You just kind of do it. Yeah. The next level creative gnar. Yeah. It's on another level. It really is. He's breaking barriers, that one. Yeah. And uh, I hope he keeps it up, really and truly. Because I feel like that was like, I don't know. I feel like that was his start, like his introduction to like yeah. the, the skate industry. I feel like he's he's got a lot more in him. No, totally. Yeah, I'll say thanks again for uh, being on the Fanside Podcast. Um, yeah, of I'm, course. We'll, we'll probably add your name on the team page like next week sometime. Or Sick. Like <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll, uh, I'll try to I'll try to muster up a couple clip clips for you guys. Huh? Oh that'd be, yeah, that'd be awesome. There we go. So it's official. <laughs> really and truly. Um, no, I would like to uh, try to just film you IRL. Honestly, I mean. No, that'd be uh, fun. I'd love to film with you guys. That's like you, the way you guys go about it is like right up my alley. Like some like yeah. deep shit, just like it, messing around. I was gonna say it's pretty laid back. Is the yeah. um yeah. the good approach to filming for a fan that video? It's no, kind of just it. going out and just dicking around and seeing what happens. Yeah, um, you got to yeah. be prepared to get in the van and potentially not do anything, <laughs> also but fine. potentially do everything. Right. Yeah, I mean, you don't know unless you get in. Oh, no, yeah. exactly. But, um, <laughs> yeah, if you don't come out here, let me know if you want me to go out there and film because, you know, I'm now an international filmer uh, just nationally. <laughs> so I only travel nationally, but I'm an international Nas- filmer. National so. filmer? Yeah, so I can I can fly anywhere. International, anything within the... Within the U.S. I can, yeah. I, yeah. I can fly to and uh, uh, 
potentially film who's ever skating. So yeah, yeah so see, you may have misunderstood and thought he said international. He actually said international. Yeah, in the oh, national. Inter- yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. yeah, international. Yeah. Or yeah, I mean, we had the same same idea. That's I I knew I I was picking up what you're putting down. Perfect. All right. Sick. Like I like I said, uh, Mar, it's been a it's been a pleasure. Honestly, and I, yeah, I you know, look forward to meeting you and actually seeing you face to face one day. Oh yeah, yeah, you guys as well. I got to see you two and your six studio. Oh hell That's yeah! True. Oh yeah, <laughs> look at this thing. I mean, you didn't miss out on not seeing me. I'm just like on a spaceship right now. I mean, it's kind of whatever. Damn, fuck, god damn. <laughs> I knew, <laughs> I knew we should have got this video. To we work. really should have done some more troubleshooting. God damn. It's- with screwdrivers, you guys got beers. I got fucking vodka. Damn it, damn it, fucking ru- <laughs> ruble, the good shit, Dude, and, and orange juice. Apparently, god damn it, you can't have a screwdriver without some OJ. classic OJ. All right, vodka OJ. Done. All right, all right. Well, I've heard enough. Yeah, someone's well, clearly living the high yeah, life over there. Well, good, you know what? Good talking to you guys. Yeah, yeah, same. you as well. Thank and, you, uh, Marissa. Have a good, uh, have a good holiday, will you? Oh yeah, you, you guys. Go ahead and do the same. All right, we'll do. We'll try. <laughs> Thank you. All right, till we'll next time. Talk soon. I'll see you guys. All right. All right. Peace. Peace out. Uh, yeah.